Spider-Verse Part 1. Welcome once again, time travelers. Here you are listening to the comic book time machine. I'm Matt Anderson. And with me. I'm David Hunt. Hello, David Hunt. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you today, Matt? I'm doing great. So uh, listeners probably know if they heard our last Spider-Verse episode that we are recording these back to back. So in the last episode, we wrapped up the prelude, which Marvel was calling Edge of Spider-Verse. And here we are after much anticipation I've been looking forward to this for, I mean, by the time this first hit, I'd been looking forward to it for months. I heard about it when it was first announced, Spider-Verse, featuring every Spider-Man ever from across the multiverse. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, and it has been. It has been awesome. So the main story, uh, let me just, I'll give a few caveats at the beginning. Uh, First, I called this episode Spider-Verse Part 1, but both David and myself have actually read uh, the first few months of Spider-Verse. So we're not just going to cover month one. It's just part one of our discussion. And we'll have probably only two parts of this, this discussion. We'll wait till the event concludes. And then we'll talk about the remaining issues. But it's not... Even though the story itself is just in the Amazing Spider-Man. Issues 9 through, I think, 14. There is a ton of tie-ins. And I've read everything. I don't know if you've read every single I- tie-in issue. Have you, David? Not yet. Um I, I've been busy with a new job, but I'm trying to catch up. No, it's okay. So for the sake of my friend here on the show with me, I won't. Uh, we, we won't cover anything that David hasn't read, but we'll definitely cover the main storyline, and maybe I'll just give hints at where you can find answers to certain questions in the tie-ins. Uh, do, do you want to know everything that I have read so far, Matt? Well, I've got everything listed in front of me in the Marvel official Spider-Verse reading order. So maybe I'll just... Okay. I'll, present the issue and you can tell me if you've read it or not and if there's anything i feel like is worth just mentioning that's not spoiler then i'll i'll do that but um yeah the first one it really just kicks off with amazing spider-man number nine yeah yeah so uh this issue actually opens on another alternate earth uh earth 449 where we get a character named spider moon man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he gets killed by Moreland, which we had to see this because just in case no one had been reading Edge of Spider-Verse or anything else and they just picked this up, you had to get the setup that there's this character Moreland and his family going around the multiverse, killing every version of Spider-Man that there is. And part of the mystery and part of the story is finding out why are they killing all the spider totems and can they be stopped? They seem all powerful, all that stuff. So we'll kind of dive into that. So... Then we go to his home world, Moreland's home world. It's called Loom World, L-O-O-M World. That's Earth 001. And this is where the Master Weaver, who we mentioned in the last episode uh, of Spider-Verse, is spinning his great web. And he's talking to Moreland's family. It turns out that this family uh, is called the Inheritors. Uh, and sometimes they're called the Inheritors of Reality. Sometimes they're the Inheritors of all creation. But either way, the Inheritors. And they're killing... Uh, uh, they're killing all the spiders, and and everything is converging on Earth six one six, which is the main Marvel Earth. Um, so let's see here. Now, at this point, when I first read this, I didn't realize that there were two 
different factions of spiders coming together. We have Otto Octavius in Spider-Man's body as a, the superior Spider-Man. He has one army. And then Old Man Spider-Man and Spider-UK have a second army. And I kind of think of them as almost like kind of the more good army and then the army that's more willing to kill uh, right. under Otto's side. So uh, they go and explain to Peter what's happening. So Peter heads off through a portal with this uh, with the spider army, and some people from his world come with him. We get Spider-Woman there. Spider-Girl. Now, this is uh, Spider-Girl from 616. Uh, her first name is Anna. Man, what's her last name? Corazona or something like that. Do, do you remember? <laughs> I can't remember, but she, I don't remember her she's sort time. of like Spider-Woman's sidekick almost right now. And you can watch for them working together in the comic Avengers Assemble, which I haven't really read. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 comes with him. And then Silk, this new character who also has spider powers, but uh, Peter just found out about her like five issues ago. So relatively new. Um, meanwhile, Kane Parker, the 616 Scarlet Spider, is attacked by Moreland's older brother, Deimos. And then Otto's army comes and saves him. And uh, one of them being Spider-Gwen, who we saw uh, in Edge of Spider-Verse. Um, so, oh man, which, um, Matt, in, in this attack where he attacks Kane, um, the the new warriors are in that. Yeah, uh, was that shown anywhere else? Do you know, or was that just for this hmm. episode? Well, or this issue. I don't know if it was shown anywhere else. I don't, I think that they would have loved to have branded new warrior the new warriors issue with a Spider Verse tie in because it would have increased their sales. So I'm guessing it only appears there. But yeah, Scarlet Spider, Kane is a part of the New Warriors. Have you read any of those comics? I haven't. I've read the I first just I, I saw that it had um, the, the new Nova in it. Um. Yeah, I've read the first volume of it. It's okay. I like Kane, but I don't love Kane. When it comes to Scarlet Spider, my favorite guy has always been the original Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley. And great news, because mm. this issue, the moment that I've been waiting years for, finally happens... Ben Riley uh-huh. returns. Now, it's not the Ben Riley from 616. It's an alternate one. And this one lives on an earth where Peter and MJ went off into the sunset and had a family and lived their lives not related to Spider Man. And then Ben Riley took on the mantle of Spider Man. And man, it's awesome. So this Ben's from Earth 94, but it's pretty similar to 616, it sounds like. Um, man, this is like my longtime favorite character. Do you, or, I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but did you have any ever have any experiences with this character, or is he totally new to you? Ben Riley in general? Yeah. Did you ever read any of that clone stuff, or not really? Yeah, I, I read it. Um, I mean, when it first came out, um, I I don't remember exactly when it first came out, but I was either really young, or uh, was it in the 80s or early 90s? Yeah, early to mid-90s. Okay, yeah, I would have been really young when that came out. But I have read it since then, um, and yeah, I I enjoyed Ben Riley. Um, I I'm glad that they they brought a version of him in uh, to the Spider Verse. I I feel like they almost had to. If they didn't, there would have been an uproar. Totally. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad. So yeah, so he's back. And so then um, after all these people come together, we go to an Earth called Earth 13. And it's sort of like their safe haven. It's protected by a cosmic version of Spider-Man. It's a Captain Universe Spider-Man. Uh, and I never read this in 616, but I guess in 616 for a while, 
Peter Parker had cosmic powers. And so on this earth, he just never gave them up. He kept the cosmic powers. So um, Peter is, so our Peter Parker, 616 Peter Parker, is told that they need him to win the war because he is the greatest spider of them all, which is kind of a surprise. Uh, but then the story. You know, is and, it though? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not really it, a surprise, but it's a surprise for him. He's the best Peter. <laughs> yeah. And, and eventually we find out uh, is it in this issue or the next one. Did you do you know why he is the considered the greatest spider? No, I don't. Oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't mention it, but I, I mean it's something too serious. Uh, well, go ahead. I might have read it. And yeah, don't it's, remember it. it's really not a big deal. It's basically just because, like we mentioned earlier, he's the only one that's been able to kill that, one of the inheritors. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, okay, so then he gets told this information, and then the story flashes over to Earth sixteen ten, which is the ultimate universe. Home of Miles Morales. He's awesome. So Miles and the Ultimate Spider-Woman. Actually, I don't think she goes by that. I think she goes by Black Widow now. Uh, they're being attacked by Moreland's sister, Verna. Um, and, I, and it just kind of ends there. We don't see how this concludes. But then there is an epilogue. Uh, and it takes place on Loom World, uh, the bad guy's home world. Uh, and we find out this is an unending landscape of conquered realms from countless wars across the multiverse. So in some ways, it almost sounds like the, the battle world of secret wars where there's this place where tons of different parts of the multiverse exist at the same time on the same plane. So the inheritors are sitting around the dinner table with dead or almost dead Spider-Man on their table and they're discussing their conquests. Then their father Solus mentions that he knows how every important, uh, how every, everything important is all laid out in the uh, web of life and destiny and he talks about three characters who are mysterious as this issue comes out. It's, uh, he talks about the other, the bride, and the scion. So he says that Kane, we know that Kane is the receptacle of the other, but mm-hmm. he didn't mention who the bride and the scion are yet. Um, although I do think, I think when Silk first came out, or first was it revealed in The Amazing Spider Man? that Moreland referred to her as the bride. So, yeah, so that's not a mystery. So we know who the other and the bride are, but we don't yet know who the scion is. You, yeah, and I think I think that um, was actually our uh, introduction sort of into Spider-Verse was when he first released Silk. Because mm-hmm. um, that was before any of the, uh, the prologue things came out for Spider-Verse. Yes, exactly. And, and he mentions her as the bride there. So mm-hmm. who, who, uh, what's your guess on the Scion character? Uh, so it, the other is Kane, the bride is Silk. Who is the Scion? I don't know. What, what's the definition of Scion? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'll, I'll get that for you. I, I think it's like something uh, like, well, let me just look here. Scion definition. A young shoot or twig of a plant, especially one cut from grafting or rooting, a second one is a descendant of a notable family. Hmm. A descent of a notable family. A, de- so, a um, descendant, yeah. Maybe it's... Um, maybe it's... Uh, uh, May Parker? Because yep. she's a, de- a descent of, of Peter? Yeah, that'd be cool. I actually know who it is, so I can't tell you. So sorry. Oh. <laughs> so um, okay. So this issue, opening issue for the, the Spider Verse story, five stars. Loved it. What did you think? I I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought it was a nice kickoff to the actual 
uh, storyline of Spider-Verse that gave us a lot of information, uh, a lot more than a normal issue of Amazing Spider-Man would. So I thought they did a great job at starting it off on the right track. Okay, so then the next two issues are, I mean, the next two issues in the Spider-Verse canon, you could say. Like I said, there was a list that Marvel put out, a checklist uh, in like a reading order. Uh, The next one is Spider-Verse Team-Up, number one. Did you read that one? I did. Okay, cool. I I didn't know if you'd read that or not, so I got that handy here. Um, This issue is split into two separate stories, and and most of these, like the Team-Up issues or just the anthology Spider-Verse, which is the next one, uh, just have a bunch of mini stories featuring random spider characters. So, uh, in this one, we get Spider Ham, Old Man Spider Man, and Ben Riley uh, all working together. And it tells the story of how Ben was recruited to the Spider Army. So, of course, for that reason, I loved it. <laughs> but, um, and then we find out that on his Earth, Peter is actually safe from being attacked by Moreland because he no longer has his spider powers. I don't really know how that happened, but there's that. And the second story features the six-armed Spider-Man teaming up with Spider-Man Noir. So it was fine. I mean, nothing. I like having Ben Riley there, but other than that, nothing like spectacular about this issue. Well, uh, what I liked about this issue was that it showed more of like how um, uh, the different villains of the different Spider-Men oh, yeah. have been like taken and turned into these like monsters. Totally. I forgot about that. Yes, the inheritors are using these different, yeah, spider villains. So Vulture, Rhino, uh, Craven the Hunter, different ones from across the multiverse. And they're almost like their pets used to attack. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, you know, actually, so now, now uh, Spider-Man not only has to worry about uh, that group, but their own their own villains i mean it's it's kind of crazy the odds are against them yeah totally so i'm looking even though i said this issue was nothing special when it comes to the outcome of spider-verse i actually did give it a four-star rating so i I did enjoy it it's just you could see how this wouldn't be important for uh understanding spider-verse it just adds to the story Mm. uh next one is spider-verse the anthology so spider-verse number one did you read that not part one, like an amazing, but it's called Spider-Verse number one. Uh, I did, yeah. So this one had six different stories. Uh, all of them just kind of stand on their own, I think. I'm just trying to see. The, I guess... Um, I don't know. What, why don't you take this one? Is there anything that you thought was noteworthy from here? Uh, I expected more out of this issue because it was just titled Spider-Verse. Um, so I thought it might have a bigger part to it. But it really is just like... It, it reminds me of more of the same from what we got out of the um, the prologues. I mean, it's exactly. basically just stories of different Spider-Men across the universe. It, that's exactly it. It's just like it could. These could have been just called Edge of Spider Verse. Like we could have got these a couple months ago and and been fine. So, um, let's see. Who do we get? Uh, we get the manga verse Spider-Man in a story. We get the steampunk version of, well, it's actually Lady Spider. So it's May Riley, which is Aunt May's maiden name. So May Riley as a steampunk character named Lady Spider. She actually is important. She'll be a, a part of Spider-Man 2099 storyline. Then, oh man, one of the funniest things is that they really are trying to dive into every different possible version of Spider-Man. And so there were, 
I don't know what years these were, maybe 70s or 80s, popular ads for Hostess <laughs> in comic book ads, yeah. right? And so there was a Hostess Spider-Man, and he actually uh, gets, he has his own little story in in this anthology. Unfortunately, he's murdered by Moreland. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else we got? What did you think about that one that was sort of cartoony, the Penelope Parker, the little girl? Yeah, I didn't know what to think of that because it was, I, it didn't even, um, well, for for one, it didn't have any tie into Spider Verse. Uh, no, I haven't read the the second issue of uh, Spider Verse yet, um, so I don't know if it continues on because it does say to be continued at the end of that story. Uh, can you tell me? Does it pick up later? I can tell you, and it does not. <laughs> uh. So, so I just kind of think they like this character this Penelope Parker and maybe they just want to keep her for the future. Maybe just like spider Gwen, but this seems like uh, not necessarily an old ages character, more like young kid character. Like that's, that's who would be into this, but the art is kind of fun. It was Uh, very childish uh, sort of, I I don't know. Yeah. uh, I mean, she puts a, a a lunch bag on her head as her costume. So, (laughs) Yeah, there is actually a precedent for that in Spider-Man's history. I think he has done that in the past. But And then the last one, um, it's kind of a funny spin on the old newspaper, art, not articles, uh, kind of the comic strip where you'd tell a short little story about Spider-Man and then you'd have to come back the next week and uh, the next week would have to sort of mimic the end of the last one so, you, so the reader could be caught up. And so Moreland goes to this uh, comic strip universe, old and black and white, and he's wondering why in every other panel, Spider-Man's repeating what he just said the panel before. <laughs> and, and so uh, that was kind of funny. Uh, won't go on too much from there. but Well, the, the biggest part of that was that um, the, uh, oh, what's his name, the web? Yeah, the Master Weaver. The, the Master Weaver. In uh, th- this, he, um, he actually rebels a little bit. And he takes this world and like he places it to the side. So that way, they won't be able to come and get it. Yeah, it's weird. Of all the worlds to save, he the Master Reaver decides that this is an innocent world, and he hides it in a pocket universe to keep it safe from the events of Spider Verse. So, yeah, it was it was funny, but nothing serious. Just like I said before, nothing serious happened in here, other than probably the biggest thing is that uh, Lady Parker, or it's not Lady Parker, Lady Spider will will appear again. But uh, yeah, nothing more from Penny Parker in any of the Spider Verse stuff as of <laughs> as of what I've read so far. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, next up would be Amazing Spider Man number ten. Now this is the last issue of Amazing that you've read, right? Right. Okay. So, well, it sounds like you read it recently. So why don't you go ahead and take it away? All right. Did you um, re- Did you read it recently? So Sorry. I I did. Okay. Yeah. So um. It starts off with a group of uh, Spider-Men from um, the Superior Spider-Man's group um, coming, and uh, it's they're saving um, Miles and that the other girl. Yeah, Black uh, Ultimate Black Widow. The Ultimate Black Widow. Yeah. Um, so they they come up and they save them from the um, the woman. Uh, I, I don't know her name. Do, yeah. do you know her name? Yeah, that one's Verna, one of the Verna. one Morland's sister. Uh, how many are there? 
again? Uh, uh, there are, let, let me see if I can name them. The, so there's Morlin, and he's got a brother, Karn. He's got a right. brother, Deimos, a brother, Genix, and then a brother, well, there's those twins, Bora and Brix, and one's a guy and one's a girl, but I can't remember which one's which. And then there's a sister named Verna, and then his dad, who is Solus. Man, how do you keep all those straight? One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of the inheritors. Goodness. Anyway, they, uh, they, they come and they save them from her. And she's not happy about it at all. Um, and they actually uh, don't like... Is it in this one that they kill her pets? Hmm. Uh, let me take a look. Yeah, I got the yeah they do. They... Um, she has like a couple of the the villains. Uh, one of them kind of looks like Sabretooth, and and they uh, they kill them, and she's furious about it. Oh yeah, um, yep. So then uh, they go back to to the safe zone, and then it flashes over to uh, Britain's side, and uh, that's when they they realize that there's a second team. Uh, they've they've got a reading on um, the Superior Spider-Man's team, so they kind of decide they kind of want to get them together. Yeah, and this page where they all come together is so awesome. You get, so all the different, you know, the two different armies are forming, and then they, when they're all together in one place, it's just, it's pretty cool to look at on the page. Yeah, I mean, you you see all sorts of different Spider-Man all together in one, um, and, and like this is what Spider Verse is about. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is why they're doing this, to, so you can get all these people together. Um, and uh, just all the different personalities clashing. And um, uh, one of them says, "Like, no, you British idiot, shut up." <laughs> they're just yeah. kind of fighting. Yeah, and you've got uh, Old Man Spider there, Old Man Spider Man, who you know we don't know who he is yet, uh, but. Uh, do you know? Yeah, you know who he is now. At the right. end, of the, so now in this issue, we find out that it, it's actually actually Ezekiel Sims. Did, did mm-hmm. you ever see Ezekiel before? Uh, I think I've seen flashbacks of him. Okay. Um, I I briefly know who he is. You know, I, just this past summer, I actually read the storyline where he was introduced, sort of on accident. I didn't I didn't know that what I was going to read his first appearance and it goes hand in hand with Moreland's first appearance so Ezekiel is just a guy who for whatever reason has acquired knowledge on the inheritors and he's trying to share it with with uh, Spider-Man originally in 616 and now to the spider army so he is old man Spider-Man and so on his universe Peter got killed and so he took up the mantle um, so yeah so just to kind of to kind of move uh, forward with um, the kind of what's going on here. I wanted to add on to what you're just saying. So Otto has this device that he's showing everybody about how he transports all over the place, but he also thinks it's a way to kill Deimos. And then Kane, with his other powers, seems like he can kill Deimos as well. So then, what happens after that? Um, uh, they show up. Um, yeah, De- is Deimos that shows up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, Morland's older brother. Yes, yep. Yeah, he shows up, um, and then a, a big fight happens. And um, it's it's around this time when uh, they start splitting up, isn't it? Well, yeah, so what happens is Damo shows up. All the arm, the, Both teams are together at this point, 
And together, Otto, with his technology, and Kane, with his other powers, actually kill Deimos. So they're like, ah, everything's good. We can, we can beat these guys. And Old Man Spider-Man's about to explain what's going on. And then out of nowhere, Deimos appears through a portal and kills uh, Old Man Spider-Man, who is Ezekiel. So then we're like, oh, crap. We wanted to find out what happened, and now we don't know. But it's mysterious because how is Deimos back? His body is dead right there, but there's another one. And so then, right? What, yeah, what, it, it's not like his body disappeared. It's there's two of them. So, <laughs> and then I think it's in this this issue where they sort of realize that the the inheritors have some technology to clone themselves, right? Right. Yeah, so they can clone themselves in case they die. And it's sort of like, did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica, the newer version? I did not. Um, so they have d- different various kinds of technology in that. Uh, in this. This is kind of a spin uh, on the cloning technology here in Spider-Verse where uh, when somebody, like one of, the, one of the inheritors is killed, their minds are automatically transported into a clone body. So they still retain all the memories and then just kind of keep moving forward. Hmm. I mean, that's, that's I, think, I think that's how they explain it, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. So then this is so now like you were saying this is where they all they all split up. So talk about that. Yeah, they all split up and this is sort of where um where they start splitting into the the different series that that go into Spider-Verse uh from here on out. Um so you get all the the clone uh spiders uh they they leave and they go off because they want to find out um what's going on with uh, with these clones of the uh, of the the group, um, so they go off and uh, they go into the Scarlet Spiders um, miniseries. Hey, can I ask you a question? So yeah, you've got Ben Riley, Kane, and Ultimate Jessica Drew leaving. But how do they know where to go? How do they know where the cloning site is? That's a good question. I mean. I, <laughs> Because they get there, um, like in the in the Scarlet Spiders issue, they get there, but I don't know how they. I can't remember how they knew where to go. Um, I think it might have been uh, that they had shown up so recently that they could kind of um, tune into that frequency. Oh yeah, that makes sense because okay. Demos just showed up, right? So I that's the my guess is that they could sort of tune into that because he had shown up right then, and so the portal was still kind of active somewhere. That makes sense. And, uh, uh, and then the other ones, and then you get um, uh, Silk and uh, Jessica, um, and isn't the the Noir, uh, the Spider Man yeah. Noir? Yep. Um, that they go off um, to protect Silk because she's the bride, so they have to take care of her. Um, so, so they go off, and that's in uh, the Spider Woman series. Yeah, and that's actually not a miniseries. It's kind of funny. They just use Spider-Verse to kind of kick off a new run for Spider-Woman. So. And then um, there's a group that goes into Spider-Man 2099. Um, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, in the Spider-Man 2099 series, then you'll have him, Lady Spider, and the Six-Armed Spider-Man because all of them are sort of bio scientists specialists so they want to do some bio scans on the dead body of Deimos the clone or sorry 
no, Deimos came back, but the body that they had dead there, they took that body into 2099 to do, I guess, just some dissection and <laughs> find out if they can figure out a way to stop them. Uh, yeah, and in this issue, they don't really say who's who's going with that group or what they're doing. They just have the body. They just kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then it says, uh, go to 2099 number six. So. Yeah. And then the issue ends. Oh, yeah. The issue ends with us actually finding out that it's Ezekiel under the mask. And mm. he has last words for Peter. He says, the scion, the other, the bride, they're all that matter. Keep them safe or this is all for nothing. Dun, dun, dun. Well, um, well, then it actually uh, it ends with the superior Spider-Man showing up and saying that he's in charge. Oh yeah, um, and so you get the face-off finally between six one six Peter Parker and the six one six superior Spider-Man. Yeah. So are you? You haven't read this yet. I have. Are you just pumped to see this fi- this confrontation finally? I, I am. I mean, ever since I found out that they were bringing the superior Spider-Man back for this, this is what I've been looking forward to. Like, you technically have two versions of the 616 Peter Parker mm-hmm. together. And and for for uh, Peter of the present to be able to talk to the Peter of, of when Otto was, had taken over, um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what they do there. To see if, if Peter's like, what did you do? Why did you do this? You ruined my life type thing. Totally. Wow. Yeah. What's bo- going to go on? I know both you and I loved the Superior Spider-Man run, so this is one of the huge benefits of this event is having these two together face to face. So, uh, okay. So then you'd mentioned the tie-ins. Um, which of the tie-ins have you read? Spider-Woman one, Scarlet Spiders one, uh, Spider-Man twenty ninety-nine six. I I haven't read um, the twenty-nine uh, twenty ninety-nine number six. Okay. I've just read um, Spider Woman number one and Scarlet Spiders number one. Okay, cool. And that's as far as I've gotten. Well, um, since I love Ben Riley, I want to talk about that one. Uh, the, what did, what was your highlight from Spider Man? Or sorry, Spider Woman number one. Um, Spider Woman number one. Let me um, find it here real quick. Uh, I thought I, without telling about the story, I'll let you do that. But I thought it tied well into Spider Verse in the sense that. It kind of weaves in and out of what you're seeing in Amazing Spider-Man. So uh, at the beginning of the, it kicks off right from what we saw in issue 11. Nope, sorry, issue 10. And then something that happens at the end of this, we see it from a different perspective in, um, I think, issue 11 of, of Amazing Spider-Man. So it, it does a good job at kind of juggling the balls of this big storyline. Yeah, um, uh, with it kicking off, it's it's sort of... Uh, Jessica Drew is um, she's babysitting Silk pretty much. Yeah, uh, you know Silk. She's she's been locked up this whole her pretty much her entire life. Uh, so she she's never seen the world, and now she's not only seeing the world, but she's seeing all these different worlds. Um, so she's kind of astounded by everything. Um, and then uh, when uh, these different people start like attacking regular citizens. Um, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't want that to happen. So she, she, even though it's making a ruckus, um, she goes and she, with, um, the Spider-Man noir, uh, they, 
they go in and they um, take care of business pretty much. They uh, they go in, they take out these bad guys, and then Jessica has to be like, "Listen, you can't do this. We have to stay undercover." Um, and then uh, the real Peter Parker shows up and says that he has a job for uh, for Jessica to do. So he's going to have a Spider Girl, who's uh, that Anya Corazon, and then Spider Woman Gwen Stacy, um, Spider Gwen uh, watch after Silk. I think I think that's where it cuts off. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so Silk had overheard them talking about how she needed a babysitter and how because the inheritors are after her, and so she, in an attempt to not want to put anybody in danger, actually secretly teleports away before Spider-Gwen and Spider-Girl can even get there to help her. And uh, so, yeah, I forgot about that yeah, part. Yeah, so they're sort of just like, well, I guess we didn't do that job very well. We had, They literally <laughs> had the job for 30 seconds and already lost her. So <laughs> You had one job. <laughs> yeah. And so then the issue ends with Silk on the run and the twins of the Inheritors, Brixham, Bora, hot on her trail. Oh, we also, one interesting thing that will be important going forward in Spider-Verse is Spider-Man Noir got injured um, when they were running away from Bricks and Bora earlier in the in the issue. And so they went back to his home Earth, 90214, and dropped him off with that uh, that world's Felicia Hardy, who's in that world the black cat is um, not a not pure a part, not even a partner really. It's like a I don't know, they they just work together on occasion. Uh, so have you, I can't remember, did you say you had read Spider Man Noir before or not? Um, I I had read a, a little bit of backstory, but not a whole lot. Okay, yeah. So they go to his home world, and they just kind of drop off Spider-Man Noir. And as far as I've read in Spider-Verse, this is his last appearance. So I, they had him appear. They gave him his own standalone issue in Edge of Spider-Verse. And then he gets injured and not killed. That's important because he, they want to probably still do more miniseries with him in the future. But they take him out of the war, basically. And here he is just recovering in his own world. So uh, at least he's not dead, right? <laughs> at least, yeah, at least he's not dead. But he, yeah, he, I think he's done in Spider Verse, as far as I know. So yeah, that issue again, just like we were talking about with some of the other ones, I thought it was good. It was important for the story. It definitely tied in more than some of those anthologies, but it wasn't it wasn't. I don't know. It was okay. I gave it a medium rating of three. Yeah, yeah, it was it was all right. Um, I I didn't feel like as a starter for a new series, it was very strong. I thought they could have kicked it off a little bit better. Totally. There's no way that... Yeah, I mean, this would have been... It's so confusing that this is the first issue in an ongoing series because it is completely tied to this event. So mm-hmm. anybody that just sees this on the shelves and wants to just jump in and doesn't realize Spider-Verse is happening would be totally lost. It, it would be almost impossible other than the intro page where they give a quick summary of what's going on. Right, and even though it's titled... Um Spider Woman number one. It it's just as much about all the other characters as just Spider Woman herself. It's almost more about Silk. Yeah, it? yeah, if not more so. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we do, should we do the last one of the day? Scarlet Spiders number one. Yeah, let's go for it. I can't tell you how much I was looking forward to this. Just to have, well, because both Ben Riley and Kane were uh, huge parts of the Clone Saga that I loved, and I haven't read a lot of. The Ultimate Black Widow, but uh, here's what I do know about her. In the Ultimate version of Spider-Man, they did their own clone saga, but instead of having just a duplicate like Ben and, and Kane are, 
they made Spider-Man's clone a girl. And that's who this is. So that's why she's involved here. And she's gone by Spider-Woman in the past, but it sounds like she recently switched to the name Black Widow. Um, so that's why these three are working together. All three of them are clones of a Peter Parker. So, all right, here we go. Um, yeah, in, in my quick description here, I even mentioned I didn't really know how they found the clone world or the world where the cloning is done, but I think you're right. They must have just backtraced where Damos came from and and that's how they found it. So, uh, so these three clones put themselves on a mission uh, because specifically they are clones. So they're going to go stop the inheritor's ability to clone themselves. Uh, I definitely, I loved that Ben Riley was back, but I felt like his characterization was just a little bit off and maybe it's because it's an alternate version, but he was a little bit too happy-go-lucky for me. Um, yeah. Kane was mean, just like always. You can see that in the 616 Scarlet Spider <laughs> series. He's always just kind of rough. And Jessica Drew didn't have a huge part to play in this. Uh, they did beat an evil version of Tony Stark in his Iron Man armor. So on this world, Tony Stark's bad. And then the end of the issue, they come face-to-face with an evil version of Johnny Storm, who's also working for the Inheritors. So it's kind of like... It was fine, but man, uh, for as much as I was looking forward to this issue, uh, it was, I, I, I almost want to say the uh, rats. I was going to say the weakest of the tie-ins between 2099 and Spider-Woman, but I don't know. I mean, I like, I, I do like it because I like the character and I like the artwork inside. So well, it, it didn't seem like there was a lot going on that's for it. me anyway in this issue. Um, that I think that, I mean, that is the issue is that there was just kind of like slow pace not a lot happening but go ahead what were you gonna say well i i was just gonna ask you uh, does it get any better in like the next issue of scarlet spiders uh let me just quickly scroll down because i i how i do it is after i read each issue i give a quick review myself where i'd say what happened and give it a, a rating so i think i gave this one a three and i think i and it looks like i gave the next one a three as well so just sort of middle of the road and i'm mm-hmm. probably strongly um bias based on my love of the character ben riley and I like Kane Fine too, but yeah, it was just okay. <laughs> and and coming from someone who loves the character that much, that's saying a lot. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not my Ben Riley. You know, I, I want yeah. the six one six Ben Riley back. But <laughs> like we said, with six with uh, Secret Wars coming, I, I think that that will not happen. I think he's he's gone for good. So um, I don't know. Now, give me your give me your take on this issue. Um, I, I, I kind of agree with this. There really wasn't like a whole lot going on. Um, it felt like it was very slow, straightforward. Um, they were just like jumping through the issue pretty much. I, I don't know. Um, it's not very memorable for me. Yeah, that's it. I actually, yeah, I'm having to open up the issue and flip through it just to kind of remember um i do i do like this artwork i mean it's all the artwork's been good in this series but um this one feels a little bit different but in a good way i, I like what i'm seeing here yeah now as much as i want to say this is amazing it's okay now the 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 one thing that this has that i find kind of interesting is that um you do have jessica drew from the ultimate universe um interacting with with characters now. So this, this is the first time as far as I know, um, outside of a couple of like the big name people from the ultimate universe, that someone has 
interacted with other characters. So I know, like, um, obviously Miles has interacted with characters from other universes, and I think um, uh, the Fantastic Four have a little bit. Yep. Oh, I think. Are you are you saying specifically six one six or just any other universe? Uh, well, I was uh, mainly speaking 616, but any universe, really. I think the only I, characters I know from the Ultimate that have talked to 616 counterparts are Miles Morales, Reed Richards. That's Ultimate Reed Richards. And right. now, like you're saying, this Ultimate just like Drew. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of cool for me because I, I kind of like the Ultimate Universe. Um, I haven't read a ton of it, but what I have read, I enjoy. Um so it's kind of neat to see a little bit more of the ultimate characters interaction. Yeah, I totally agree. I like the ultimate universe. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on the early days of the ultimate fantastic four and ultimate Spider-Man. And then recently I got really into the miles Morales ultimate Spider-Man and I haven't read it yet, but I have it on my to read soon pile, the all new ultimates. And that features uh, miles Morales and Jessica drew. Have you read that? The all new ultimates. I have not, no. It's sort of a, it almost looks like a young Avengers type team because these all new Ultimates are all younger characters. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to read that one. Have, how much of Miles Morales have you read? Um, I, I've read a good amount up, to, up until um, Cataclysm and I haven't read a whole lot after that. Yeah, I just read Cataclysm a couple months back. So yeah, I'm, yeah I, I agree with you. I, I like the Ultimate Universe. It's, uh, things are going to change though soon. You're, are you up to date on all the announcements that have come out in the last... Uh, week as we record i i've heard a lot of them i don't know if i'm up to date um but i've read it i've read and heard a lot of what's going to happen and it's going to be nuts yeah go back to episode 33 of comic book time machine we just covered Mm -hmm. in full the announcement and speculated on what the ramifications might be so secret wars is about to change everything in all of marvel so that that would be pretty cool so um Hey, I know you guys do this on your show, Geek This, uh, which we have to make sure to plug. Uh, you do recommendations sometimes. Do you have any recommendations you want to give as we wrap this issue or this episode up? Um, uh, for me, uh, can I do a TV show? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, Arrow has been really good. Um, I don't know if you watch Arrow. I, I watch it, and I the last episode I saw was the mid-season finale. So I know it just came back this week as we are recording uh, but yeah, I, I'm not yeah, so caught up I, yet. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but um, but yeah, the mid-season finale had a huge cliffhanger at the end. Um, yeah, I, I just I I can't say because it was that big. Okay. Um, but but yeah, it's been really good, really strong writing. Um, if you've ever jumped off the bandwagon for Arrow, I strongly suggest getting back on because I, I feel like it's one of the best comic book shows that have been on in a long time nice and before we wrap up is there any podcast or blog or website you want to plug before uh before we leave tonight um not that i can think of so i know i know you guys do geek this uh right so uh uh what's any we, updates we've on- been on we've been on a hiatus for a little while um we, we both both david both dave and i uh, have new work schedules, so we're trying to work around that. But uh, we hope to get some new episodes out very soon. Nice. What's the website for that? Um, should just be uh, geekthispodcast.com. Uh, if you just search on Facebook for Geek This Podcast, it should be the only one that pops up. Um, 
and that's the best way to get a hold of us and to get new updates and things like that. Perfect. All right. Well, I think that's it. So uh, next time we do a Spider-Verse episode, we'll be able to give the full conclusion. We'll cover the tie-ins. We'll cover the main series in Amazing Spider-Man. And I, I mean, I've read a little bit more than you, but I, David, I've read a little bit, who I'm talking to, I guess, and maybe the audience. But uh, but I'm pumped to see how this whole thing ro- uh, wraps up. I, it's been a pretty good event. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed it so far, and I can't wait to catch up completely and us be able to talk about that. Yeah, it's living up to my expectations so far. Is it living up to yours? It is. Good. All right. Well, that is all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm David Hunt. And we are signing off.